This is episode 228 of How About That Cigar, recorded live at the Corona Cigar Studio. On this episode, we reveal our top 10 list for 2023 and much more. Please take a minute to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. Now on with the show. Corona Cigar Company is your one-stop shop for all your cigar needs. Whether that's a brand new humidor, a box of those new cigars you've been waiting for, a top-of-the-line cutter or lighter, a place to enjoy the finest cigars and spirits with friends, or the only cigars grown right here in the Sunshine State, we've got you covered. Come visit one of our retail locations for the ultimate cigar experience. Visit us online at coronacigar.com. How about that cigar? How about that cigar? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Corona Cigar Studios for episode 228 of How About That Cigar Live. Thank you so much for watching live on Facebook, live on YouTube, and if you're listening after the fact on the audio podcast, thank you so much for making How About That Cigar a part of your regular audio podcast rotation. And I heard there's a football game on right now. Uh, I think maybe the national championship. National championship. Go blue. I don't know. I'll have to. I'll have to look into that. I'm let's, not really. You know. You're not into that. No. Let's get into somebody else that's not into sports. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Justin. Let's get him, Justy. How you doing today, buddy? Oh, do I get like an applause or something? Here we go. Yeah, there we go. There we go. There we go. In this corner. This corner we from have Ham Lake, Minnesota. Weighing in at 193 pounds. Little bitch. What's oh. up, brother? How about that cigar? So yeah, the Michigan Wolverines are playing playing the Washington Wabets. What is that? What they're called? No, I have no idea. I don't I, either. They're Washington. Yeah, I. Uh, I mean. I don't have a dog in the race. I never do in college football because my college didn't have a sports program. So just badminton, just music. Oh. <laughs> that was it. It's just all music all the time. No, well, no sports. You got to cheer for the Big Ten. Well, I I do. Growing up in Indiana, and I, I did watch a lot of college football when I was younger. I don't watch any of it anymore. Um, maybe I'll watch two games a year. That's really about it. I watch it all the time. Well, you know why you watch it? If you play fantasy football, you know who's coming up. That's mainly the reason why I watch it. That that's why I'm not good at fantasy football. <laughs> reason number seven hundred and twenty four. Well, you took second place. I took second place, and so so I did okay. I took in second the, place in one league and champion yeah. in the cigar syndicate league. Shout out to John Basil for winning first place in the cigar syndicate league. Nice uh, job, buddy. brother. Um, and well, so for those of you guys that are watching live and commenting live, uh, instead of watching the national championship game or while you have the national championship game muted in the background, we appreciate it because it's the top Thank 10 list much. tonight. We have a, we have a really cool thing going on tonight. So we appreciate that. We do. We thank you a lot for being on tonight. Appreciate you. Love you too, brother. Nice to see you on. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so green Bay is in the playoffs. Green Bay is in the playoffs. Unbelievable. I mean, so, it was looking, it was ugly. I mean, the first half of the season, it looked like we were going to finish like, like 11 and six. Look at this little, little hey, silver Luke. spoon kid. How you doing, hey, buddy? It's good to see you. Yeah, I, I was convinced halfway through the season, I was convinced that we were going to finish the season. So I said 11 and six. I meant the opposite. It's six and 11. Can I cut you off for one second? Please do. 
because you're talking about Green Bay and I really want to hear it, but we like to you know, say hello to our in-studio in guests. In-studio guests, in-studio audience. How you doing, buddy? From Minnesota Herf Connection and Cigar Smokers of Minnesota. And, I, and Reds. I, and Reds and Ash Hole Club. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, Jesus, thanks for being uh, yes. bra- braving the snow, although I heard it melted kind of right away. Yeah. yeah, so it was nothing. So let's get back to your Green Bay. And Green who Bay, they play next week? Green Bay plays the Dallas Cowboys. And I hate both those teams. So uh, hate them, hate them, hate it's going to be – It's. I mean, it's not going to be – the Green Bay ha- Packers have their work cut out for them because we were talking about this before we went live. Dallas has outscored every team in the NFL this season. They've scored more – points on offense than any team in the NFL and they I believe were fifth overall in least points allowed and they're like and they're undefeated no at home, at home. Yeah. so it's it is this is not going to be easy at all but um now this is my perfect scenario and I'm sorry you don't want to hear this Cowboys beat Dallas and then Dallas wins another game and they play the 49ers for the you mean NFC Cowboys beat the Packers yeah excuse me Cowboys no, beat the Packers I don't like that and then in the championship, NFC championship, they play the 49ers, and the 49ers destroyed them. And then you can see all the Cowboy fans crying in the stands again. <laughs> oh, feel our pain. I'm a Jets fan. Green Bay does. Oh, I got to turn off my uh, Facebook. Rookie. Um, Hate the Packers a little less, yeah. Green Bay. So I'm not uh, – I'm, I'm saying, yes, I'm optimistic – but I'm also realistic. I just, you know, on paper, it's not a good matchup. But Green Bay has a really good history against Dallas in playoff games uh, traveling on the road to Dallas. You should be really pumped I mean, for next year because well, Love is looking good. I hate love, to say it. Love really made a lot of improvements. Uh, I mean, I know if you watch any football at all, they've talked about it like, until your ears fall off that it's the youngest team in the NFL yeah. by far. How he's got the young receiver. Yeah. This and that. So uh, it, it, things are looking up. I mean, you to go from Brett Favre in 92 to Aaron Rodgers in 2008 to Jordan Love in 2023. I like it. I'm going to push the mic away. <laughs> I don't want to hear that bullshit. You know, Coop's got a nice little comment right there. It says, however, Matt LaFleur has a terrible playoff history. Yeah, so so real quick, I got to say that, Coop, I love you, and you know that that's true. So <laughs> I'm, put, I'm putting the word out that we are finally going to settle this once and for all. So if somebody, somebody watching right now, do me a favor, tag Fred Rui and tag... Uh, Dave Burke from Cigar Jukebox. We are going to ha- finally hash this out. Uh, I am offering the How About That Cigar podcast to host this debate, but I'm fine if Dave Burke wants to host it or if Coop wants to host it. I'm just saying we need to finally have this ha- have this debate, you know, once and for all. And What's uh, the debate? The debate is that Coop thinks Matt LaFleur is a horrible head coach. He said he's said it multiple times. He calls him Matt LaFlop and um and pretty much everybody with two brain cells to rub together disagrees with Coop on that particular Coop, I hate to say so. it, but he's got a point. He's done a pretty good job coaching this year. So but anyway, hey. but yeah, we, we we will definitely have that debate, Coop, and we would love to have you a part of that. He's in. He's in. He's Fantastic. In. Cool. So let's talk about another sport. The wild suck. The wild suck. 
and the T Wolves are starting to show their true colors. I might start. I might have to start watching basketball. They're starting again. to lose. Oh, they're starting to lose. Last oh, time, two well. times I checked, two out of four they lost so far. So I don't know. I ain't watching basketball. It's maybe like it's, watching soccer. Maybe it's just a slump. I don't just know. If they score a little more. I don't know. Justin, that that, that you're in this lush tobacco field with gorgeous blue skies behind you, and that's look at how wonderful that it's is. Just now, incredible. Justin. Nice and warm. It's like eighty degrees out here right now. Eighty <laughs> percent humidity. My VPDs at one point You know, everything's growing great right now. A little garden update here. So yeah, we're looking good. Nice. Nice, as it should be, as it should be. Hold on, what, Tom? What are you talking about? Did they let Belichick go? No, Bel. Well, I don't. I, I mean, if there's an official word, there is, but I don't think there's an official word. But it's, I mean, it's, it's pretty much a foregone conclusion yeah. that they're going to. I mean, Belichick's going to say that he's resigning, but basically, him and Kraft are having these meetings behind the scenes where Kraft is saying you have to resign, pretty much. You know where he's going to wind up. Not the Jets. <laughs> no, I think no. He he's going to go somewhere where they have a solid quarterback and a solid defense. He's going to go to the Chargers. That's he's going to go to the Chargers. Watch. That's that's not a bad guess, actually. You heard it here first. Raul no. Ramos calls it. Not a bad guess. Um. So, oh, let's uh, let's get into this. What real is quick it? Before we move on, this so, this is this week's mystery mystery whiskey. bourbon, and we are lucky enough. To have one of our viewers donate this next month's samples for him to try out. I have the list of all what they are. Who is this mystery person? Are we allowed to say? No, not so, until the end. Okay. Until Thank you end. very much to our mystery viewer who donated uh, some samples. But I never heard of penis juice as a bourbon, but I guess that's what that is, I guess. Okay. Interesting. Well, it's weird because it doesn't, you know, doesn't seem familiar. It doesn't have a <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, no, this is uh, so. At, like we talked about it before we went live, it's it's really light in color. Mm -hmm. um, it actually doesn't smell a whole. I mean, it's got a few bourbon notes to it, on but it's really smells kind of like a like a milder scotch. I thought it was sweet, like a rum. I when I smelled it, I didn't drink. So it. it's uh, it's interesting. Um, it's not super viscous. It's super light in color. Little cloudy, but not like. Cloudy, cloudy. Have you sampled it yet? I'm about to right Let's now. See Let's face. give this a little Jeopardy music. When lighting your cigar. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I was not expecting that. And I meant to take a really tiny sip, and I took a really big sip. So that threw me for a loop. Mm. Um, well, what does it taste like? I can't taste it. Um, Justin can't taste it. Jesus is drinking diet Mountain well, Dew, and I get to put on my roses. I get to put on my excuse hat right now that I was sick over New Year's, so things aren't really tasting and smelling the way they're supposed to right now. There you guys for the last four days in bed too. Um, it's really citrusy. It's really? like I get a lot of bright notes that remind me of citrus or fruit. Um, little bit of sweetness. Um. It doesn't su seem insanely high proof. I mean, it seems, I'm just going to guess, like somewhere between 110 and 115.
it's thin. It's it really doesn't have a lot of texture to it. Um, but it is. It's got a lot of those wood, you know, the oak notes, but also some like grassy notes that do remind me a little bit of of scotch. But it is. Okay, but then I get these things that kind of remind me of rum too. This one's blo this one is like multiple personality disorder. Yeah. But maybe not in a bad way. It's not I, I don't dislike it. I just need to I it's not what I was expecting at all when I first poured it into the glass and it's kind of blowing my mind right now. But I like it because there's a lot going on. So that's cool. We're gonna check back in on this a little bit later. But that's tonight's right. mystery whiskey. So Tom, Tom D wants to know, does it have a cask finish to it? I think it might. Um, whether it's sherry cask or it's not Yellowstone rum cask, maybe or possibly yeah, rum barrel finish. Somebody maybe okay, no. Um, but there is it may it might have a finish hmm. like a, a you know the final you know three to six months in some kind of a port maybe. I know there's some port finished bourbons. There's some sherry finished bourbons, maybe. It's interesting, though. So a lot he's on. drinking that. I'm smoking a piña. Where is that? Right there. Justin, what are you smoking, bud? Um, Right now, I have uh, the rest of this Eleanor Rose from Sereno Cigars. And, and you're drinking up, a... Up next, we got the uh, Jake Wyatt Maverick. Oh, nice. And, uh, and they, they have a new Did you uh, smoke that one yet, Justin? No. Nope. So, yeah, I, I smoked the one that they gave us at PCA. I liked it a lot. I think it's a really good cigar. So, I hope you I hope you like that one. I uh, got a 1919, as always. And Jesus, what are you smoking? Here. You say a Java Mint? Is that what you said? <laughs> oh. oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I misheard you. Uh. Room 101. Room Johnny 101. Tobacco Johnny Tobacco Knot. Is that the Connecticut? Any, yeah. Yeah. Connecticut, right? Yeah. Yeah. And. Raul and I swapped cigars. I gave him one, and he gave me you this. Swapped what? Uh, cigars. Swapped. Well, spit two. That's why we both okay, been So this is the Espinosa Murcielago TAA exclusive exclusive 2023. And that is a fabulous cigar. So I am, uh, and actually, why don't we toast it? I think it's well, time for the toast can. Let me get. Uh, we can do that. We do Drew's day. Whatever you want to do. Let's get Sakas. Uh, oh yeah, let's do the. Let's go to Drew. Let's go to Drew. Let's go to Drew. Uh um, call producer. I yeah. fucking love you. You're the guy is incredible on it. All right. So it's time for our, our main segment of the evening. I'm just I, hands up in the air hands because up. just celebrate Green uh, Baby in the playoffs. Oh no. You know? <laughs> Are you on a roller coaster ride? Hey. It's the, always a roller coaster the, it's, ride. It's, it's, right. Being yeah, a football <laughs> fan, it's a roller coaster ride. Well, being a Green Bay fan, but yeah, that's that's true, especially this year. All right, main segment of the evening brought to us by our friends at Drew Estate. Originally introduced, uh, they they originally introduced Chateau Real in 2007. Not long after the launch, this cigar brand mysteriously disappeared, and the story became that only of folklore, legend, and even controversy. Now, Chateau Real makes a triumphant return exclusively at Drew Diplomat Digital Retailers, a luxurious blend crafted to highlight the cigar's Connecticut shade forward flavor. Its balanced blend of well-aged Nicaraguan binder and filler tobaccos are wrapped in a beautiful, beautiful Connecticut shade wrapper leaf. This cigar is available in Robusto, Toro, and Churchill only at Drew Diplomat Online Program Retailers. Presented in 20-count boxes. For more information, please visit DrewEstate.com. And now, 
this beautiful Espinosa Murcielago TAA exclusive 2023. I'm going to fire that up. Let me grab our little Sasquatch friend for the Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust toast cam. Here we go. See, ever since... Ever since I uh, tore up a couple tendons in my arm. It's still hurting? It's still hurting. Yeah. Don't get old, kids. Don't get old. Oh, my goodness. Uh, all right. Let's get this guy fired up on the Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust Toast Cam. When lighting your cigar, it's important to be patient, pay close attention to detail, and focus on the tobacco. In the same way, Steve Saka brings those same qualities to the ultra-premium cigars of Dunbarton Tobacco & Trust. Patience, close attention, and focus on the tobacco are the qualities that Saka and Dunbarton Tobacco & Trust have become known for. From Sober Mesa to Umbagog, Dunbarton has a blend that will fit your palate, your mood, and any occasion. Visit DunbartonCigars.com to learn more. Guy's got a nice voice. I want him to sing to me while <laughs> sweet nothing to him in bed. Yeah. So the problem is up. problem is when he sings, it sounds more like uh James Gum from uh Silence of the Lambs. So it's a little disconcerting. Michigan's up 17 to 10 so far. I'm not shocked by that. I want him to win. I want a big team. Yeah, I want Michigan a nice to win. I want Michigan to win. Before we go to the team, uh, the twelve team playoff next year. Good evening, Chad. What up, T? Chad, Alec, gentlemen, Alec, ladies, how you doing, brother? Thanks for watching. We appreciate you guys. Yes, whole bunch. You guys absolutely. don't even know. It is, uh, man, twenty twenty three. So, so like officially, this is. Even though it's we're in the calendar year 2024, this is officially the last show of the 2023 season for How About That Cigar when we present the top 10 list. What a ride um, it's been. It has been a crazy year. Um, and and honestly, you know, um when you know when when life hands you lemons, you you make Arnie bring, Palmer. You bring them back to Target and return them. No, I don't know. Um no, it's just been a crazy year, but uh Honestly, uh, <clears throat> we're excited. Things are looking up. We got yeah. uh, we got a great group, you know. And uh, this year, well, so we look at the cigar top ten cigar of the year list. It's really my list, you yeah. know, because I I'm I've been the you know doing the lion's share of the cigar reviews that are published on howaboutthatcigar.com. But before we get into the list, like the official list, if you want to use that term, the the how, how about, about that, that cigar, cigar list. We have Justin and Raul, who also, you know, smoke a lot of cigars themselves. Uh, so, Maybe. Justin, let's start with you and talk us through, you know, you some of the to... cigars that you smoked this year that really, what really stood out. Yeah, that you really that you that you would put on your I, list. I did a top five, just real quick, simple. Love it. Short and sweet and simple, but some notables that are probably some heavy hitters from this year. You know, that probably everybody's heard of, but. And they probably get their store set for maybe one of them. But let's start off with my number five. Um, I went with the HVC uh, Hot Cake Golden Line. Oh, yeah. So I had to get a, a Connecticut in there um, on this top five that I made real quick. So that was a, a good uh, morning smoke with my coffee, Sunday morning kind of deal. You know, I like to have my coffee in the morning black with a good Connecticut on the weekends. Mm, and nice. That's kind of how we did it. 
Um, number four from uh, Espinosa Cigars, the Espinosa 10-year anniversary. Oh, it's, God, I love that cigar. Uh, that one's so good to me. And um, yeah, that was a, a good one overall. Nice. Um, number three, I'm going to go with the Hoya de Nicaragua, the Cinco de Cinco. Very nice. Another solid one. I was very uh, thoroughly impressed with that. Enjoyed it all the way to the finish. Yes. Um, number two, you guys probably have this on your list, but I'm going with the Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. Me create a black in the Papasaka size. So I did uh, did like the the Mikuri to Black in general, but that Papa Saka hits. So. Mm-hmm. Love it. And then uh, number one, this one's going to be harder to get your hands on out there and a little bit more in the uh, upper echelon price range. But I, you, you know which one this is going to yeah. be. It's stuck with me ever since I tried the first one. We had Jeremiah on the show from Marifel Cigar, the uh, Mier Master Blend. Yeah. And that just, was a solid, can't, best Cameroon cigar I've had hands yeah. down. And probably that's my best cigar of the year that I've had. So Such an incredible yeah. cigar. So, I'm, I'm with you 100%. Yeah. I agree. It's it's like sometimes you, mm. and, and we were we were lucky enough to be able to smoke it a second time. Right. So, and and you're like, okay, was that first one just a fluke? You know, what whatever was, was, was I just in a good mood? So yeah. it just tasted better no no that cigar is absolutely legit phenomenal so it just incredible i did it, like the shorter size in that one than the longer one i the have Rebuso? to say that yeah, yeah Rebuso, I, did. I did like better I, I don't know if it was a toro was the second one that toro I was the second one yeah, yeah so i think that double rebusto or rebusto whatever that was that yeah. one, i did like that one better I have to say okay that. okay well that i didn't put on my <laughs> list because that's like a celebratory cigar mm-hmm. not everybody gets to smoke it so that's in my unicorn. Is that your unicorn list? Unicorn list. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. That's perfect. It's in my unicorn list. Yeah. But uh, my number ten is Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. Excuse me, the Halligan. Oh, Halligan. That he did yeah. from uh, it's a really nice Tobaccoology. Um, number nine is Blackwork Studio Hawaiian Hornet in a robusto. Mm. I think I shared that with you guys. Yes, sir. Number eight is Viaje Pina, which I'm smoking right now in the robusto size. Number seven is the Freud Cigar Company Alter Ego. Yeah. And the Toro. Um, that's a good cigar. A very good cigar. It would have been higher up, but that's another one that's 27, 28 bucks that yeah. you know, you're not gonna go out and buy every day. Um, number six is Espinosa TAA that you're smoking right there. Really nice cigar. It's starting out great for me. And this number five is my if I can only smoke one cigar all the time, price value is great. Um, I love the story behind it. I love who sells it. It is Tobaccoology, Tobaccoology, um, Toro, and they only have one size, and it's made by Oscar Veladores. I think I said that right. No, but it's okay. I, I butcher <laughs> names all the time. It's all right, bro. Number four is Dapper El Borracho in the Toro. Yeah. I've smoked a shit ton of those this year. They're phenomenal. That's a good blend. My number three is Dunbarton Papa Saka. No. Oh, yeah. Dunbarton. Sorry. Papa Saka. Yeah. The big one. Saka Khan. Excuse me. Oh, from Saka Khan. So last year's. Okay. And I hate that size. Giant cigars. Giant cigars. I'm, I'm much more of a Lancero or a Corona guy. Yeah. I smoked it the first time. I loved it. I smoked both both sizes. Yeah. And I just keep going back to that. Number two for me is uh, Romacraft Quad Quaginario. 
Oh, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it. And he only makes it in a Robusta size. I love that cigar. I wish I would have bought two boxes instead of one. Yeah. But they weren't cheap. And to no surprise of anybody in this room or anybody that knows me. No surprise whatsoever. The number one cigar on my list is the Room 101 14th Anniversary. Boom. Yeah, I, was, I, I thought I was gonna say the Halligan, maybe, but no, that, that was number ten. That was number oh, ten. Number 10. I didn't catch yeah, that. I have been able fourteenth anniversary. Yeah, yeah. I don't uh, Halligan. I've only smoked about three or four of them. Okay, but that room I want to one. I'm probably at two boxes now. Two, yeah. That that cigar blew because when you you told me because I knew it was out, <laughs> but you you said oh you gotta you gotta try one of these and then then I think you gave me one, uh, or somebody gave me one. I probably gave you one. And, you know, I thought I, I knew it was going to be a good cigar because I've enjoyed the Room 101 anniversaries before. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one is really special, like crazy, crazy good. So, uh, re- in really limited, but, you know, there, uh, there are still, I, I've, I've seen them on the shelf. There. I've seen them on the shelf a little bit. So they are still out there. And I was um, really worried when he, Went to uh, the general. General, yeah. When he went to general, and uh, you know, sometimes people lose their way, but not him. When I seen him at the PA, PCA, I'm like, hey, what happened? Are you are you gonna change who you are? He goes, nope. No, he's they all... open up the candy store to me. I can do whatever yeah. I want, and that cigar hits. I love it. I love it. Um. Well, the those are great. You know great choices um so this, again this this list that we're going to go through right now this is you know we call it the how about that cigar list it's my list but uh we'll talk uh after we're done going through the list about how things are going to change a little bit in 2024 uh but let's do this let's do it it is time so let's jump, uh, let's jump into the how about that cigar 2023 top 10 cigars of the year list all right, starting out number ten. This is one Justin mentioned already. As a matter of fact, um, do you find it? No, oh, you had him out of order here. Got you. Oh, sorry Go about ahead. that. We know nine. Number ten. Uh, number ten. Justin mentioned it already. Hoya de Nicaragua Cinco de Cinco Corona Extra. Now we got a sample of this cigar in the Toro size at the PCA trade show, um, and. I honestly hadn't even gotten around to smoking the sample from the trade show. Um, but then, you know, cause it's just busy. Life gets busy. Then we're at perfect ash here in the twin cities area. And Patrick has a couple sizes of the, the Cinco de Cinco on the shelf. And, you know, I see a Corona extra, of course, I'm going to gravitate to that. And I, so I get, Buy uh, three of the Corona Extra, smoke one at the shop, and then brought the other two home, let them sit for a little while in the humidor. And I just really enjoyed it. Like Justin said, I really enjoyed that cigar. It's it's not, you know, it's a mid-price point cigar, you know, not overly expensive. 14 bucks? Yeah, I think about 14 for that size. Uh, but it smokes, smokes really well. It's actually a slow burner for... Uh, you know, for a Corona size, especially in like a soft box press, you know, a lot of times you would expect a cigar like that to burn a little quicker. It was a nice slow burner and uh, just great flavor, great aroma. 
uh, great construction. Uh, and this is, interestingly enough, the second time in the history of How About That Cigar that a Hoya cigar has been on the list. The Hoya Cinco de Cadiz was on the list back in 2019. Hmm. I have yet to smoke the Cinco de Cinco yet. Nice cigar. I'll grab a couple when I go visit our boy Patrick. Yeah, yeah, that's a good blend. All right, moving. Sorry, I didn't. I don't know why the numbers on the on the pictures got out of okay. order. We're Sorry good. about that. We're we got good. a great producer to figure that shit out. Watch we have a we have guys. a great producer. You can get it all figured out. Uh, coming in at number nine on the 2023 How About That Cigar Top Ten list is. Room 101, Johnny Tabacanot Robusto. Our buddy Jesus is having right That's now. right. That's right. It's So this this cigar is, first of all, it's inexpensive. Mm-hmm. This is a low-priced cigar. Mm-hmm. Uh, under 10 bucks. Under under 10 bucks. Under 8 bucks, I think. I think it might be under 8. Uh, I can pull that up. Yeah, but If you're looking for a solid Connecticut, that's that takes the pick right there. Yeah. You know, for a good budget stick, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and really good. It, it's really well constructed. You know, if you go back to Matt Booth's earlier days, the the Davidoff days when he did the Johnny Tobacconaut back, uh, I want to say 2016, that was also a very good cigar. This, if, if you remember that cigar and you really loved that cigar, this new Room 101 Johnny Tobacconaut is not the same cigar, but it's still a very good one. This This new blend is very good. Uh, inexpensive, easy to smoke. This would even be a cigar that, um, you know, you could easily uh, give to somebody who is, say, not a super experienced cigar smoker. It's not something that they have to, you know, worry about being too strong or too heavy or anything like that. Um, Yeah, this cigar comes in at uh, $8.99 MSRP. Uh, It scored a 90 in our review, uh, but just great creamy citrus baking spices, cedar, roasted nuts, little bit of mild spice, but not too much. So young and young and old, experienced and inexperienced cigar smokers alike. Uh, this is a good one uh, and inexpensive enough where you can buy a lot. Uh, so moving right along, number eight on our 2023, how about that cigar? Top 10 list is... The Apostate Cigars, The Sword of Laban. Now, this mm-hmm. cigar... That one's good. Is So, we found out about Apostate Cigars uh, a couple right? years ago yeah. at the 2022 mm-hmm. PCA, the first time we met them. Uh, and they're a new brand. Good dudes. Really good but dudes. they're good people, and they're working with good factory. And this blend... Now, pack a lunch and just clear out a couple hours of your day because this is a long cigar Mm -hmm. i mean this is like a true traditional churchill like a like a seven and a half by 47 um that's it's a long cigar so you know be prepared to really carve out some time in your day sit down and relax with it uh but it transitions there's there's you know you get different flavors as the cigar kind of goes through um and it does have just that sort of nice ramping up of strength at the end. It never gets really strong at all. You know, it's it kind of stays in that medium realm. But it's just got... The construction was ridiculous. I mean, I 
when I was smoking this cigar, I was able to get, you know, ash chunks. Not that I really focus on this, but the ash holds on for a long time. The burn line stays clean. It never unraveled. It never cracked. And which up here, whether it's humid in the summer or dry in the winter, you guys know you can, you know, especially the longer a cigar smokes, if it's an eight inch or seven inch cigar, the more it's the longer you smoke it, the more it heats up and the temperature and humidity changes. It's not uncommon to get splits up here. This cigar, I didn't have any issues with that. And sometimes you just got to let it sit out for a little bit before you smoke it. Yeah. Acclimate to your whatever environment you're going to be smoking in, right? I, I see that does help me for the wintertime because I smoke in the garage, right? Yeah. So it's like I'll let it sit for at least 20, 30 minutes next to my heater in the garage Absolutely. to make sure, you know, we don't get that unnecessary crack sometimes. Sometimes you can't help it, but yeah. it helps me sometimes, you know. Yep. Yeah. Same here. Um. So that... uh that cigar I was just really happy with. And I love the way that it, uh, I love the way it smoked. Um, again, new company, but I have enjoyed what they've done the last couple of years. Uh, and this cigar caught my attention and held it throughout. Uh, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think it took me just shy of two hours, uh, for this cigar. And I really, really enjoyed this one a lot. So yeah, that was a good one. I did have that probably about a month or so ago, I think. Uh, so now we are moving to number. How you doing, Paul? Number seven, I believe. Yeah, numbers. Uh, number seven on the How About That Cigar top ten list for 2023 is the EP Carrillo Allegiance Confidant. Uh, this was an early contender. This one was reviewed in January, so this was an early contender, and you just never know because this, you know, everybody knows if you pay attention to cigars at all ep carrillo's had a great run you know two cigars of the of the year in the last four years i believe for cigar aficionado um so when this new line came out uh with the allegiance i you just never know are they gonna are they gonna have another hit with this or is it gonna just be um you know one that doesn't necessarily you know, measure up to the same success that the other ones had. I really enjoyed this cigar. Um, and I've smoked a few different sizes of this cigar, but this particular one, this confidant size, I really enjoy it. Easy to smoke. True. It's it, for, for my palate, it's a true medium cigar. Uh, it's not too mild. It never gets too strong. Um, but, uh, and, and, if I'm, I'll I'll look up the uh, the, the the actual specs, specs on it. Yeah, I was going to ask you that next. It's it's not even it's not even an ex, an insanely expensive cigar either. And Eric V says it's the same as the Milani on paper and from the same factory. Yeah, which you know that stands to reason why it's gonna you know it's gonna smoke well and it's um you know Milano is a very good cigar, um. But so the EP Carrillo Allegiance Confidant comes in at $13.10. At least that was as of the time that this was published, which was uh, April. Oh, it was April. I thought it was January. April of 2023. And what size is that Confidant? Uh, this, it's a Toro size. The Confidant okay. is... Six by 52? Uh, it is six by 52 soft box press. Yeah. Uh, it was, score was a 91 uh there's this nice kind of charred oak almost barrel like oak barrel kind of aroma to it uh, a little baking spice a little brown sugar a little coffee um enjoyable cigar 
very, and very complex. It does have complexity, especially the second half. The second half, this one really, when it warms up, it, a lot of stuff starts happening with the with the blend on this one. Uh, so that was number seven. Uh, moving on to number six on our 2023 top 10 list. That is the AJ Fernandez New World Dorado in the Toro size. Hmm. Uh, this one, if uh, I think I'll go right back and beginning of last year, this was, this was like January. Yeah. Um, and this cigar I heard about from some other people kind of in cigar media, um, that are friends of mine. And they said, you got to try this. And I knew that it was out, but I just hadn't taken the time to try it yet. So I went, um, to a local shop. I picked some of these up. Uh, I ended up giving this cigar a 91. Um, and this comes in at $12 even. And so, and we'll talk a little bit about this later. We have a, a thing with scoring called PAD point allowance differential. So basically if, if it's a plus number, uh, if it's plus one on the PAD scale, that means it smokes in my opinion, better than its price point. So a $12 cigar, I would say I'd pay 15 or $16 for this cigar um, and expect that that price would be um, legitimate on a store shelf. And now if a cigar gets a minus on the PAD scale, that doesn't mean it's a bad cigar. That just means, in my opinion, uh, it smokes not up to the price point necessarily. Uh, but this one got a plus one. Um it's got a lot of those AJ Fernandez, you know, it's, it's got those AJ Fernandez notes like earthiness. Uh, but it's also got some cedar and mild spiciness, a little cocoa and this little interesting kind of barnyard funk going on, you know, the mustiness, you know, um, you guys know what we mean when we say something like that. I smoked that in the Lancero. Oh, really? I didn't. I haven't smoked a Lancero. I haven't had Stogies. Do they? Okay. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I got to give that one a try. Definitely. Um, So that was number six. Now, number five. We're in the top five on our 2023 Cigar of the Year list. Number five is the Espinosa Knuckle Sandwich Connecticut Toro. Mm. Now, interesting. And this is not planned. This is not, you know. There's no arrangement. Last year's number five cigar on, on the how about that cigar list mm -hmm. was the knuckle sandwich Habano Corona Gorda. Um, it just happened to work out that way. Um, this was, uh, but this year, you know, I, I enjoyed the, the Maduro. I enjoyed the, the Habano so much that it made it on the list last year. So again, you, you go to smoke the new one that comes out and you think, man, is this one, is this one really going to be, um, living up to, you know, what I've come to expect. And this, this Connecticut Toro in the knuckle sandwich blew me away. Uh, ended up being a 91 for a score. Uh, it comes in at $13 and 50 cents, uh, MSRP. Um, but this one had a really, one of the things that sometimes you get from a Connecticut shade wrapped cigar you get uh, what I get sometimes is is these aromas and then 
and almost like a brightness that reminds me of citrus for whatever reason. So I got some of that from this cigar, but also like toasted bread and creaminess and a little bit of earthiness and some mild spice that, you know, you come to expect from Espinosa. Uh, but I just, I loved this cigar and the Toro. Uh, usually, you know, me, Corona Gorda, the Toro just, I think in this blend just sings um, and tons of smoke output. That's one of the things that I had in my notes about this cigar was the smoke output on this cigar was absolutely incredible, but it wasn't like that fake, you know, overcooked tobacco smoke. It was just rich, flavorful, aromatic smoke from this one that man, what was the PAD on this? This was so this came in at plus zero. And basically, if it's if the PAD score is zero, that means I think I think it's priced just right. Like it's it smokes. I feel like it smokes exactly like the price where the price point is, um, which is not a bad thing by any stretch. Uh, that's a you know, that's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, all right. So moving into the top four, number four on the list this year is. Foundation Cigar Company, the Olmec Claro Robusto. Um, now I have I've smoked both the Claro and the Maduro in the Olmec. I only did a review and published a review of the Claro. I one of these days I may get to publishing a review, but I think the main reason I just really stuck to my guns on the Claro is I felt like the the flavors and aromas from the Claro in in this Olmec blend were were just a lot more concise and cleaner. Um, it was just a better overall uh, smoking experience. And um, let me pull up the stats on this guy right here. Um, so yeah, the Olmec Claro Robusto, it comes in at $13.50. Uh, this one landed at zero on the PAD scale, so priced accordingly. Um, the review score was a 92 and this one has, even though it's the Claro and, and you know, that it's from a blend perspective, there are a lot of similar similarities between the Olmec Claro and the Olmec Robusto. Um, but one of the things that the Claro threw in was this interesting kind of, at least what I got was sort of like um, roasted pecans, roasted almonds, roasted nuts, nuts kind of thing which I didn't really get any of that from the Maduro, but I did get the dark cocoa and the pepper and the charred wood and espresso and earthy notes that I got in both the blends, but that Claro really seemed cleaner and more just it, everything, all the flavors seemed to land where the Maduro just seemed a little more muddy. And that's not a bad thing. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but. I, all the flavors landed in the Claro. So I really, really enjoyed that one a lot. Um, all right. Top three. three. Top three now. All right, guys. The number three cigar on How About That Cigar's 2023 top 10 list is the Roma Craft Intemperance Volstead VO 1920 Izzy Einstein. That's a long cigar. <laughs> And it's funny, that's a really long cigar name for a really short cigar. Um, this is, uh, so I'm going to pull up the stats on this cigar right now. That would have, that almost made my top 10. I like that cigar a lot. 
And so, the you know that one of the things that I lo love about Roma Craft cigars is they give you a lot of variety. At least with their any of their regular production stuff, they give you a lot of variety as far as Vitolas. They have Perfectos. They have you know fatter cigars. They have skinnier cigars, longer cigars, shorter cigars. They give you a lot of variety. And usually, I like the smaller ring gauges, um, but I tend to like longer length cigars. But these Roma Crafts, like if you go back a few years to when they came out with the original Whiskey Rebellion, mm -hmm. I loved and still do love that Hamilton, which is the little short size. W it's the same size as this Volstead uh, Izzy Einstein. There's something about it. And yet when they came out with the Baca, the Baca, I actually like in the bigger, fatter sizes. I love it in the Corona. And it it doesn't work. I mean, I like it, yeah. but the for some reason the blend in the Baca works a lot better for me in the fatter ring gauges. Hmm. Um, but this one, this this Izzy Einstein, uh, the Volstead, little it's a it's a short smoke, so you can get you know you can get quick um, thirty minutes out of it up here in Minnesota. So if you yeah. don't want to be outside, dog walker. Yeah, if it's a, it's a it's a something you can walk the dog with quickly and not freeze your nuts off up here in minnesota but still get a good cigar out of it and not even looking at the pad on this one i guarantee it's smokes way more msrp is 675 yeah it wow. smokes it smokes like a 12 on the, so this was plus two on the pad so it's it smokes like a nine dollar cigar you know i i think it smokes like a nine dollar cigar and uh but again this is one of those that i love because the blend is really clean all the aromas and flavors just seem to land where they're supposed to land. They're, it doesn't feel like there's anything in the blend that that muddies anything up or covers anything up. Um, and, and props up to Skip too for oh know, yeah put out such a great product and keep that price. Oh, like all his cigars low. are like, like that. Yeah, I mean, kudos the, to you, Skip. Keep doing what you're doing. Yes, yep. absolutely. Um, and Mike, so, don't forget Mike. Oh yeah, don't forget, don't forget Mike. Mike. Oh, of course. Yeah. And the whole team. Uncle Mike's a shit. So yeah, 92 uh on the original review of this cigar and you know they're they're readily available. It's it's uh and it's I have a I still have an older box that's got that's maybe half full of the Whiskey Rebellions in my humidor and um I have a few singles left from when I bought these cigars to do the review, but you can bet that I'll be adding on some more um of these in my humidor. Highly recommended. Yeah, that's a core line now, right? That's that yeah, long. core line regular release. Um, so now we're at number two on the list. <laughs> number two for how about that cigar? Twenty twenty three is the Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust Mi Querida Black Papa Saka. Now, after we, I'll, I'll discuss. I'll discuss after we talk about number one. Yeah. why this cigar ended up at number two. Um, but this is a great cigar. I like you were talking about the original, the Saka Khan, the Mikarita Black. Yep. And that is also a very, very good cigar. But you know that, you know, for me, that 46 ring gauge is like, it's like heaven. So this cigar, I was so excited when, when Steve said he was coming out with this. Incidentally, I didn't see your top 10 list either, and that was my number two. That's right. Nope. That's right. 
Yeah, it's mainline too. I'd like it, but like I said earlier, for some reason, the Papa Saka, I mean the Saka Con. Yeah. And I hate big cigars. The, I hate, I, and they're both really good blends. I just uh I just like this one better. It's honestly it I'm not gonna rule out the fact that there may be some like Vitola bias in there for me a little bit. But you know, it's okay. I can have Vitola bias. I'm all right with that. Hey, you're human. <clears throat> but this it scored a ninety three. Now this one is a little higher on the price scale. This one's at fifteen ninety five MSRP. What did you get? PA, JD zero. So I I I believe that it smokes like a sixteen dollar cigar. I really do. I believe you're right. So I I don't have any problem. I don't I don't think the cigar is priced incorrectly. Nope. So I say, you know, that's why it got a zero on the PAD scale because I think it's priced right. Um, 93 on the original review. This cigar, I think, I believe at least according to the way that it smoked, they, they both smoked for me. I think the Saka Khan, the, the original, the bigger one is stronger than the Papa Saka. But some people I've talked to have said the Papa Saka is stronger. And that's just, everybody's got a different palate. Cigars hit everybody in a different way. I felt like the Saka Khan was stronger. Um, but the flavors, yeah, I you know, the flavors are more more there on that smaller ring gauge too. Maybe I think so, but yeah. that's yeah. just kind of the way. And again, that may be like yeah. the Palettes. Vitola bias, yeah, you know. Um, but there's so, there, there's a ton of pepper, you know. Uh, you know, it's really it's a spicy cigar. But there's all you get, you know, these mocha, kind of coffee and chocolate together. Uh, even this weird like dried fruit thing that I wrote down in my notes. That's like. I don't get that a lot, but it's this, it really kind of, I got a lot of that sort of almost like a fig, like fig or raisin, raisin or something raisin in that neighborhood. Yeah, okay. Um, it, and I, I try never to sp like specify because yeah. it's just sort of what my brain, what hits my brain when I'm taking notes. Um, but there was also this molasses mm -hmm. kind of dark, rich sweetness thing that I just really, really loved about this cigar. Uh, so that was number two. And we have finally arrived. We need a drum roll for number one. We we don't have a drum roll. I don't have a drum roll. Sound effect yet. All right. Oh, no. Keep doing that. Oh, that was it. I was done. Oh, that was that it. Oh, All right. I'm the, out of breath already. For how about that cigar? The number one cigar of the year for 2023 is the Tatuaje Tuxla Lomo de Cerdo. Ooh. Now this one, I did not see that. Coming. I, I know there are going to be some people surprised by this. Um, there, there may even be some people upset with that. With, with this, I, I understand. Um, this cigar, I, I will tell you this. I'm more surprised by the fact that this cigar is number one than any of you are, because I was such a massive fan when the when the Tatuaje pork tenderloin first came out, I absolutely went nuts for that pork tenderloin cigar. And then when it was revealed at the 2022 PCA trade show that they were going to be doing these San Andreas sort of reimaginings of some of the um, beloved Tatuaje blends. When I heard that the, when Pete said we're doing a, a Lomo de Cerdo, which is 
pork tenderloin, but with the San Andreas wrapper. I was honestly like, no, that cigar is not going to be any good. I'm not going to like that cigar because I was so biased because I love the original pork tenderloin so much. And then Hard to beat. I honestly, the first couple of those cigars that I bought, I sort of bought like grudgingly, like, I don't know, okay. fine, I'll, I'll buy a couple. I was blown away by the first one that I smoked. And then I smoked the second one I bought, and then I went back and I bought more. And then I went back again and I bought more and more. And, and I just, and I, and this was, so the, it was the fourth cigar that I smoked of this Tatuaje Lomo de Cerdo that I sat down with my phone and a glass of water and just took notes. And I was just, I mean, every, it, it, they were so consistent and something about it. I did not expect the blend to do well with that San Andreas wrapper, but it just landed for me. It's, I gave it a 94, which was the highest score of the year. Um, it comes in at $12. I gave it a plus one on the PAD scale. I think this cigar could easily sell for 16 to $18. Um, it's sort of a long, long Robusto, like just over five inch by 52 ring gauge, I, I want to say. Um, but the, it's got so many espresso notes and, and mixed with spice and earth and this you don't get a lot of this in darker, richer cigars, but I also got some of that citrus. I got this weird, and I just say weird just because I was completely not expecting it. I got graham cracker. Like, I'm smoking it, and I was like, why does I feel like I just ate, like, a s'more? Like, of, it was the weirdest thing. Of course you love it, Tim. Tim, of thank you. Of course you love it. Thank you. <laughs> Tad whore. Excuse me. Um, so... Let's go through. Let now, me tell you a story about that cigar. Yeah, go for it. So, I didn't think I, I didn't think I was gonna like it either. I bought a five pack from Omar. Yeah. Smoked a couple of them. And I'm like, oh, he's not gonna be around for another four or five years, right? Because they put them out every, was it four years? They put the pork tenderloin out or pork. Chop I honestly don't remember how. I think it was like three, so three ish, five ish years. So I, I don't remember. So exactly. I went back. I got 15 sitting in the cooler and I didn't want to smoke anymore because I was worried that they were all going to be gone. It's a solid cigar. Yeah. It's probably my favorite tatuaje. Um, but let's see what it looks like in a year or two. I was not expecting to like it as much as I did. I was on, honestly kind of expecting that. I, I don't want to say I was expecting to be disappointed. I was just expecting it to be sort of, sort of average um and not i was focusing so much on the fact that i thought it was going to miss the mark of the original pork tenderloin yeah. that i wasn't even thinking about what that san andreas wrapper was going to do to that blend and i just think it worked so beautifully i was i was floored by it um but i want to go into a little bit of the criteria because the criteria for there's a separate list published with criteria for 
being on the top 10 list and it's it, it's a, every year there's a little bit different but also there, it's interesting to see <clears throat> you're how, also you were also going to talk about why that number two is not number one and number one's not two so that's what i'm that's kind of part of this whole criteria thing so just to take you through kind of the way the review cycle went for how about that cigar in 2023 we had we had scores that ranged from our lowest scoring cigar was 80 and our highest scoring cigar was 94 which ended up being number one um that's actually a smaller overall range i mean we we've had cigars in the past down in the low 70s so this range was actually narrower than we've seen in a while so we're saying cigars might have got better this year I, I think yeah I well, agree I think I, it, now I don't think it was drastic but I think I feel like some of the major quality issues we were seeing in 2022 yep. have started to get better and I agree I think everybody's back on their feet again and and, and yeah. you know, out to putting new releases out and there's a lot of new releases out this year yeah overall I mean there was it's like what how do you pick a top 10 you know like it's not easy <laughs> it's not easy I mean yeah we had so I did smoke a 65. You saw the 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 lowest scoring. You smoked a 60. Well, it was 40, 45, wasn't it? 25? Yeah, 25. So he's... Um, shit, I lost my train of thought. Uh, sorry. No, it's okay. So uh, the lowest priced cigar that we smoked, for re that we published a review of, that scored a 92. And the highest, and that was the... Roma Craft Volstead. The highest price cigar that we smoked scored 88. So price isn't everything. Uh, the total points that are, were awarded for the year uh, were 3,101. That averages out to 88.6. So the average score of every cigar reviewed during the year was 88.6, um, which is... Uh, just barely higher than last year. Last year's average was 87.8. Um, the most commonly awarded score was 88. Um, the highest uh, PAD was the Romacraft Volstead at plus two. <clears throat> and the lowest was minus two, and that was multiple cigars that got minus two. Uh, the mo and the most common was zero on the PAD scale, which is good because I feel like people are generally pricing their cigars accordingly uh, most of them were from nicaraguan factories um the prices range from 675 to 50 dollars per cigar msrp uh, and the average landed at 14 dollars and 55 cents which surprisingly was actually just a little bit lower than last year's average msrp so I was a I little surprised by that. Two questions on there. Yeah. Do you think it's changed because there was only one person smoking this year on that list? No, because because last year's list. You smoked just as many cigars last no, year. No, I the, all the reviews published last year were were published were my published reviews. Okay. So from that standpoint, it was basically the same. Um, but the. Uh, and this is interesting, too. And I always like to say it because we buy a lot of the cigars that we review, but we also are given samples from companies. Sometimes samples get reviewed and published. 
there are other places that buy all their cigars to review. We just can't afford to do that. And there are com some companies that are kind enough to give samples. And we always ask, are these cigars suitable for review? And if they say yes, then we will um, review those cigars. So <clears throat> the average score of cigars that, how about that cigar paid for, was 89.45. The average cigar for, or the average score for cigars that were provided by companies for us to review was 87.4. So, you know, that it doesn't mean anything. I don't know. You guys decide. We just, we always strive to just be unbiased, sit down, smoke a cigar, and just focus on the flavor and the aroma and the burn con and construction and draw, and that's it. Don't worry about who made it, who gave it to us. Just focus on what's going on with the cigar in that moment. Um, now the, the fact that the Tatuaje Tuxla Lomo de Cerdo is a limited edition cigar. Some people are going to be confused or maybe even a little upset by the fact that that cigar is number one. I understand that. We have never said that cigars that are limited edition are not eligible for the top 10 list. What we've always said is they could be eligible for the top 10 list, but there are mitigating factors that go into the decision. And so if you look at like our top or, or at the beginning of the list, if you look at number 10, 9, 8, and even cigars that didn't make the top 10 list that were on the cusp, we had, I think, six or seven cigars that scored a 90. So they would have all been eligible kind of in that same range where I ended up putting the um, the Hoya Cinco de Cinco. Mm -hmm. We look at how much did I come back to buy those cigars out of my own pocket and smoke them just to enjoy them? Um, how available are they? Are they easy to get? Can I get them at local shops? Can I find them at favorite online retailers um and that will take a cigar if, if it's a cigar that we say okay i'm gonna spend i'm in a shop and i see this cigar and i know i've smoked it recently and really enjoyed it i want to buy some more that will take a 290s and the one that i buy or smoke more it'll put that over the top to get the next highest place on the list that's really what it comes down to um is it fair to say that Everything in the top 10 is box worthy. I think so. Yeah. I mean, the, I guess here's the exception because from a scoring perspective for how about that cigar, a 90 to, I think it's an 81 to a 90. Um, I call it, how about a fiver, you know, buy a five pack of it. Anything 91 to 90 through 95 is how about a box buy a box so it doesn't necessarily have to be box worthy to be on the list um but you know like the um uh the volstead it uh, sometimes price plays into it because the volstead scored a 92 which is within that box worthy scoring range mm -hmm. but it's also within the box worthy price range Boy. i mean that's you know such a low low cost cigar definitely yeah buy those by the box 
Um, but everybody, it's going to depend on what you want from a smoking experience, what your budget is, because we never want anybody to spend irresponsibly on cigars. You know, stay within your budget, um, myself included. <laughs> um, but uh, so a couple things on the the difference between number one and number two. This was, even though the Tatuaje scored higher, I was honestly on the fence for like a week looking at my notes and going back and smoking more samples. Like, should I put this cigar on the list? Cause I, I was thinking I was not going to put the cigar on the list that, that the, the Mikarita black Papasaka was going to be number one because it's a regular production cigar. This is what took it over the top for me was I had personally purchased and smoked a lot of the, the Tuxla Lomo de Cerdo. So then I said, okay, I know that I've bought it a lot and I've spent my own money on it. So therefore I'm going to um, give that, that's going to regard into its placement. Second of all, I said, cigars limited edition, but how difficult is it to actually get? So it's actually not as tough as you may think. Well, when it first came out, everybody had it. it seemed so like everybody. So the way Tatuaje did it with this one was <clears throat> they didn't make this. They had the tobacco to make. Um, I mean, they had a lot of the cigars already made, but they didn't have them final packaged and bundled and ready to ship. They went and they took orders for the cigars, and that determined how many they were going to do final packaging and shipping of. So, And there were a lot of shops that placed order huge orders huge for this order, cigar. Yes. So I know for a fact of at least two shops here in the Twin Cities area that still have quite a few of the Tatuaje Lomo de Cerdo on the shelves. Mm -hmm. I know for a fact that our sponsors, Corona Cigar and Smoke In, still have them in stock. Mm -hmm. And multiple other online retailers that I searched, and I found at least eight notable, well-known online cigar retailers that still have this cigar in stock. So therefore, yes, it's limited edition, but it's still it's still readily available even now in January of 2024. So, so your your dilemma wasn't because you're afraid of the backlash from Saka, right? No, no. <laughs> That's what no. Aaron V says up here. <laughs> oh no, no, I wouldn't. I mean, that no. has no effect on us. But <laughs> I, I, we don't want to name. You know, like the. Uh, the Mirafell cigar is a prime example. Mm -hmm. Like if I were to sit down and actually take notes and review that cigar, it it would be probably the highest score I've ever given a cigar. But I I didn't, I, and I thought about reviewing it okay. and actually taking notes and putting a score on on the website. But I just and and maybe I will eventually. But it, it that cigar is. Extremely high price point mm -hmm. and extremely limited production and in very a very limited number of retailers, not just in the United States, but also in, in Europe and Asia. How do you think that would do on a PAD? I think it would actually... It might lose a point because the price point is so... Yeah so high 
I mean, we're talking depending on which blend of the Mirapel cigar it is. It could be five bucks to a hundred bucks. Yeah, it could it could be up there. So it it's possible, but it's having a minus one on the PAD doesn't necessarily mean the cigar is not good. It also yeah. doesn't mean it couldn't possibly be eligible for um, a spot on the list. Okay. Um, it just means that, in my opinion, or your opinion, or Justin's opinion. The cigar smokes a little bit less than what its MSRP is. And Coop's got a good point there. He said, Dojo made the point. It's too hard to draw a line between limiteds as regular production. I wanted to get rid of the limiteds, but it is ultimately too Yeah, hard. it is. I agree, Coop. It's 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 almost impossible. Um, and here's the other, the final reason why I wrestled with the decision, but finally said this is the cigar that's got to be number one. And that is because... Tenderloin, the, the pork tenderloin was released and then it was released again a few years later and then a few years later. I believe that even when the shops that currently still have stock of this cigar run out, that we're going to see it again. So therefore, it's not like a one and done, gone, limited edition or store exclusive or something like that. It's readily available, and I believe it will be available again, even when this current stock sells out. All right, I got a question for you. <clears throat> Excuse me, guys, I'm a little hoarse. Um, how do you think having all three of us critique cigars next year is going to change the list? That's a good question. It may be a longer list. We top may top we, ten. We may do well, but it may be maybe. Uh, you know, top 12, top 15. And how are we going to work that all in? So I think we'll... Do we all get... I don't know. I don't know. We have, we're have. we going to have a to be continued. company meeting and figure I, out... I'm just posing questions. I was thinking of it earlier, too. I'm like, how are we going to do this next year with all three of us, you know, doing the critiquing? And so most likely what I would like to see happen is that each of us get assigned a cigar to review. And you'll be you'll be given that cigar either by me who goes out and purchases it or you'll purchase it and you'll get reimbursed from HBT Media or Justin Will. And you'll be assigned to review that cigar. You'll review it and you'll score it. And I, I will talk through the... We're, we're going to arm wrestle for it, is what David says. Arm wrestle, I like that. Um, and then <laughs> I got your right arm. Let's go, buddy. You'll, and, <laughs> and you'll score it. and then yeah, And then later in the year when we get to what looks like are going to be the contenders for the other two the top 10, it. the other two will smoke it yeah, and cool. compare, compare Paul, notes. Paul already said it's going to be a great list because we've got great palettes over here. So. Oh, thanks Paul. I love that. Thank you. Appreciate Thank you. That, brother. We try, we try. Oh, here we go. Calling it for next year. Room 101 15th anniversary will be towards the top because Raul's on it. That's possible. <laughs> it's possible. That one's super limited though. That was way more limited than the Lomo de Cerdo. You think so? The room for the 14th anniversary? Was? I think so. I don't know. I'd have to look at total production numbers. Hmm. I don't know. Um, but I'm trying to remember what else we were going to dig into with the list. But I think. What? Uh, hey, Sue, since you're here, give me your top three off the top of your head, if you can. Room 101. I agree with you. The yes. 14th anniversary. Okay. Jesus likes the room 101. Tuxla? Tuxla. Okay. Oh, 
What was the last one? The Black Madonna by Blackwork Studio. Yeah, that's a solid cigar. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, what's up? You're thinking now. Your wheels are spinning. Here we go. David Floyd says individual reviews. All the top ones get re-smoked by all three with a combined score. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. No? Yeah. yeah. Way to go, Captain Obvious. Because we definitely don't want to have like three different lists, like published no. Justin's Not list. Like just now, we no, want. We, we just want our our compiled. Wait, do you have the underrated list. by Luciano? We have uh, had it, fam, by uh, the way, Paul. Yeah. We have had it. Yeah, Paul. You, you guys have had it. We've had it. I haven't got yeah, mine. You will, though. We have some, we have some for you. We Luci have one for you, buddy. Luciano came yeah, and hung right, out with us right. uh, in an undisclosed location in Minneapolis. <laughs> yeah, we sat around for a good six hours. Oh, yeah. We had a few sticks and uh, talked about a lot of things. Mainly, he gave a school to a few smokers that were less experienced than us. Yeah. It was great too because yeah. they had so many questions and Luciano was just an open book. He was happy to yeah. share information and uh, it was a good time. And one of the guys happened to be a farmer, so he was asking him about all the agriculture stuff yeah. and that went down a whole different way. It was it was a pretty cool event. I'm sorry you couldn't make it, Justin. Roads were bad. Roads yeah, were they bad. Were, they were really bad. Yeah, I got home. I at, was worried about you getting home that night. I uh two forty five. Yeah, it took you an hour and a half to get home. Yeah. Yeah, because I brought him to the airport for it was slow going. It was like forty miles an hour the whole way, yeah. uh, even on the freeways. It's snoo e. Yeah, I, but it was I, it was a great time. Can we bring up the uh, list. Are we ready for the? Uh, yeah, let's bring up the graphic with all the cigars. And we'll recap everything. Okay. So the number, uh, sorry, the top ten list for how about that cigar? The year twenty twenty three. Number ten, we have the Hoya de Nicaragua Cinco de Cinco Corona Extra. In number nine, we have Room 101, Johnny Tobacconot Robusto. And for the number eight cigar, we have Apostate Cigars, The Sword of Laban. Uh, number seven, E.P. Carrillo, Allegiance Confidant. Number six, A.J. Fernandez, New World Dorado Toro. Number five, the Espinosa Knuckle Sandwich, Connecticut Toro. Number four, Foundation Cigar Company, Olmec Claro Robusto. Number two, sorry, number three, the Romacraft Intemperance Volstead VO 1920 Izzy Einstein. Number two, Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust, Mi Querida Black Papasaka. And the number one cigar of the year for 2023, the Tatuaje Tuxla Lomo de Cerdo. So that uh, that is our list for the year. And uh, can I be honest? Yeah, I like this year's list more than I like last year's list. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Why is that? Maybe because I smoke more of the stuff on the, this year's list than last year's list. Oh, so last year's list you didn't smoke as much of those. So so. Here's a fresh bundle from uh, Omar at Ramsey Smoke Shop. Not from. I paid for him, but oh. This, that, was, that this, was a Christmas present. I'm scared to even. This this is like the, sh uh, have you fucked it up since then? This, this blade is like scary sharp, like scalpel sharp. Yeah, it is. And, uh. Oh, yeah, yikes. A Christmas present from Daryl from, uh, whoo, Omar's buddy. Thank you, bud. So I'm going to uh, pass out some of these cigars right now because they're delicious. And why not? 
you know. Um, Is I that just one of the, one of the boxes you bought there. Uh yes. Ah, As a matter of fact. We'll tell you later. <laughs> you got a knife right there. I know. I just I'm trying to He's figure out. He's He's I am scared of that He's knife. Scared of that knife. Trying to figure out the best way to. Uh, and and yes, Eric B, we're still going to do the numero de los muertos. We are, yes. We always do el numero de los muertos. Yeah, just want to get some of these cigars of the year out to to uh, people in the studio here. I love this packaging. It's just so cool that butcher paper look to it and all that stuff. Just make it a mess. Oh, look, a knife. Going to cut myself. I can help you if you cut yourself. <laughs> yeah, you, you have medical training. I got staples. Here, pass those out. Thank you, sir. All right. So, uh, yeah, let's jump into it. It is now time for this week's Numero de los Muertos. Hey, Jesus, bring a new ass over here. And as always, Numero de los Muertos brought to us by our friends at Smoke In. It is, but I'm always hungry after that song. <laughs> All right, numero de los muertos, episode. What is this again? Two twenty-eight, episode two twenty-eight. Uh, all right, the number is twenty-four. Twenty-four. <clears throat> Kobe Bryant. <clears throat> no, twenty-four people. Um, I don't know. Uh, is this average per year or is this total? Let me. Is it in this country? Annually, Annually. approximately twenty-four people die from like this each year. Each year, each year, four people die on average. Yeah. And this is uh, reality, right? This is real, not fiction. Okay. Stranger than fiction. So that's uh, fiction, there, David. Is this on land? Um, I would say it could be on land or it could be anywhere. Mm, not fertilizer. Not fertilizer. Okay. Fall in a well. Not a well. David Floyd. Is it a fall? No. Are animals involved? No. Uh, wall in a fall in a wood chipper. No, I don't think it's wood chopper. I thought we did that one. We, maybe we did. Yeah, we did that a couple months ago. Helicopter, helicopter crash. crash. No, we did helicopter with Abe a few years ago. 
Hey, Dax. What's up, brother? Hey, happy birthday, Dax. Happy birthday, you, Dax. Um, I will say... Killed by a spouse? Number's got to be way higher than that. That's got to be way higher than that. <laughs> uh, it's not crushed by a vending machine. Um, I don't remember what that number is, but I think we did that early in the life of How About That Cigar. Uh, could be male or female. Did we say what time this was in? Uh, Every year. Every year. And, uh, on average, mm-hmm. 24 people a year are killed by this. Killed by this. Activity. Activity. Or, uh, yeah, this this incident, this particular type of incident. Food-related? Somewhat food-adjacent. Not natural gas explosion? Not natural gas explosion. Food-adjacent. My typing is always awful, David. I am I am the reason that they so God God created two things for me spell check and GPS navigation. <laughs> I have the before yeah. before and I'm old, so I remember using paper maps and all that. I was a terrible navigator back in the you day. You have to take the highlighter and map out your I did. trip. I totally <laughs> did. Yes. And I still missed it half the time. Choking on a pork chop. Not choking on a pork chop. That would have been a great one to do, considering the cigar the or the uh yeah, cigar of the year. Alcohol related. Uh, alcohol adjacent. Eating poisonous blowfish sushi. Not eating poisonous blowfish sushi. That would be a good one. Stabbed by chopsticks. Not stabbed by chopsticks. Drive through accident. No. It's alcohol adjacent. It's food adjacent. So eating out. No. Hmm. Can't be diabetes. We'll say, I'll say alcohol is involved, but it's not the cause of drunkenness. Intoxication is not a factor. Oh, okay. Heart attack in the drive through. No. No. The running of the bulls. Uh uh. Is this worldwide? Worldwide. Oh, it's not. Man, that's a different story too. <clears throat> not not disease related or anything like that. No. Um, David, do you not even know what a rave is? So what are? <laughs> <laughs> do you even rave? You're too old for what, raving. What are? <laughs> so so like I said, it's alcohol adjacent. Alcohol is involved, food but adjacent. intoxication is not a factor. So. What things happen from eating and drinking? Eating and drinking connected to where alcohol is. There's something alcoholic that's there, but it's not intoxication or drunkenness that causes the death. Alcohol manufacturing? No. Okay. And a rest and restaurant getting held over and no people are eating and drinking and they get shot. No. Mm-hmm. No, no weapons are involved. Hey, Sush, you can help out. Fight at a nightclub. No, no, no fights. <laughs> There's 24 in Minneapolis that die a year. Yeah. A day, die a day <laughs> in Minneapolis. Um, trying to think of some hints I can give you guys. Not drinking. It's alcohol. not it's not related to the consumption of the alcohol, Eric. It's but alcohol is involved. It's 
Not flaming, not flaming shots. That is a good guess, Tom. Not flaming shots. Not falling into a corn silo. Hmm. We use the same for that. This is an activity that takes place prior to the prior to what would be the consumption of the alcohol. Dinner? No. Uh, New Year's Eve parades are. I'm gonna say you're on the right track. Stick with that thought pattern. And by track, you don't mean drag racing. Not drag racing. So, <laughs> like a party? Celebration? Keep on that. Birthday party? Just keep on the bandwagon. Wedding? On, on, on that celebratory direction. What's that? Trample? No. Killed by the cork? Yes. Whoa! David Floyd. One of our top fans on Facebook, by the way. You know what? That's some biscuit text me. He texted yeah, you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. You know what you get for that? I'm. I might have a little something for you, Dave. I got a little something for you. I so, April. killed by the. So, on average, twenty-four people a year die from being hit by champagne corks. It's got to be that they try to get out of the way and they fall back and smack their head or more people a year die from being hit by champagne corks than from poisonous spiders okay interesting um a hong kong billionaire while celebrating his 50th birthday died when he was struck in the head by a champagne cork um the exit velocity of a champagne cork uh could be up to 60 miles per hour Oof. uh suppose if you get hit in the side of the temple or something yeah or in the eyeball Oof, yeah so mm. when you open a champagne bottle either point it well don't point it just keep your hand over the cork and just slowly twist yeah. back and forth until the keep your hand over the top of the cork and when it pops, just set the cork down on the counter. Nobody's going to do that when they're celebrating a huge yeah. game. I know. I know. Well, then they're game or something. They're you got this that thing shit up and it's going corks <laughs> flying everywhere. Now you got these people who are um, sabering their champagne. That's what he said. When the when the bottle gets sabered. Well, that's uh, that. I've never tried it. Uh -huh. I, I, people always say, oh, you should try to saber the champagne. Don't Look, take it. He says. All it takes is when you saber that bottle of champagne is for one tiny little piece of that glass mm -hmm. to go inside the bottle right. and then into the drink that you yeah. take. Yeah. That's all it takes. And I'm not willing Man. to mess yeah. around with that. Um, I, I'll just do it the old fashioned way and pull the cork out. Of it. I'm not sabering a bottle. A quick update on the national championship. Game. Oh yeah. Right on Michigan 28. And the other team, 13. Hmm. Okay. So. A full um, auto court guy. Okay. That'd be fun. Full. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. That would be awesome. All right. All right. So that was this week's Numero de los Muertos. So. Yes. You ready to guess what that is? Oh, this here. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because I was going to forget. Um, I, so I am going to be really horrible at guessing this. I it doesn't taste like 
again, excuse hat on. I was sick over New Year's, but it doesn't taste or smell similar to anything I can remember having. Um, it is. You've never had it. It has a very thin texture. It's it's almost watery, but it's also the more I drink it, the boozier it seems to get, which is weird because it's usually the opposite. Usually it's the more you drink it, the the booziness kind of dissipates a little. All right. So you guys in the watching right now, tell me if you ever had it. It's Buffalo Trace fat washed. Fat washed. What what kind of fat is it washed with? Butter. Butter. Process of brown butter washing bourbon. It adds weight and mouthfulness. Um, utterly unique. You know what's interesting is I actually don't get like texture that you would think, you know, fattiness. Because I've had fat washed spirits before. I never would have guessed that with this. Okay. I don't get like mouthfeel or like fattiness. Not because you don't. They strain it a bunch. Yeah, it's. I mean, you don't normally. But what I'm saying is, normally you do get a thicker, more velvety kind of texture to it, and this really doesn't have that. This has a thinner, wispier kind of, um, almost evaporates right away, hmm. kind of texture to it. And there's a lot of brightness, the flavors. There's a, um, bright kind of forward citrusy, uh, peaty, grassy kind of thing going on. So the person that had donated that. Walk me through the whole process. I'm like, I've seen it. I've seen it done on YouTube before. People, I've seen people fat wash with butter, with brown brown butter, with bacon fat, with coconut, uh, cream of coconut, and some other stuff before. Hmm. I've never tried it because it it looks like a lot of work, like a long process. Um, but I mean, I'm happy to try that. that I can say I've had my um, um, my first brown. I've had. Um, I've had bacon fat washed, um, whiskey before, but this is my first brown butter fat washed whiskey. Um, but, uh, yeah, grateful to try it. Definitely not. I mean, not a home run, but it's very interesting. Very different. I would want to see what this would be like in an old fashioned. David Floyd said he's want his wash in Margot Robbie's bath water. <laughs> well, you send her a PM on Instagram. Let me know how that goes. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. The FBI will probably get involved. Um, all right. Should we do a little uh, lightning round? Little lightning round? Sure. Uh, brought to us by our friends at J.C. Newman Cigar Company, America's oldest family-owned premium cigar maker, creators of the popular Brick House, Perla Del Mar, Diamond Crown, and The American. J.C. Newman Cigar Company operates out of their 112-year-old El Rodeo Cigar Factory in historic Cigar City, Tampa, Florida. For more information on their cigars or visitor experience, please visit jcnewman.com. All right. A fresh, quick lightning round question for each of us this evening. Um, oh, this is... All right. This is interesting. If you were contacted on Earth by aliens from another planet, who would you recommend that they go talk to? To, to, um, 
to be their sort of greet greeter or touchstone person to guide them through the throes of earth gandhi he's dead oh you didn't say living or alive <laughs> oh well i mean oh. if it's ha- it would okay. happen now I, 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 that was lightning round so okay hmm in general and in anything and who, who are they gonna, who's our spokesperson for earth for earth exactly that's who's, gonna, t- who's gonna like keep them from either killing us or like saving <laughs> us one of the two <laughs> Elon is already one of them, so he already talks their language. That is, okay. yeah. yeah. I, Elon, I think he might be from a different planet, not not this one. Um, he's so scary smart, but he's also hilarious. Guy cracks I'm me gonna up. Stick, I'm going to stick to the cigar community. Well, who? <laughs> I'm going to send him the coop. Coop! <laughs> oh! <laughs> Oh boy. That is a fantastic <laughs> answer. I'm so mad I didn't think of that myself. What a great answer. And, and wow. he, he's going to find out what the the, the uh, aliens think about Matt LaFleur. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see if they're on the same page. I think I, I'm very curious. Their computers are probably more powerful and and can yeah. run even stronger like yeah. s- statistics gathering. Yeah. So they'll they'll be like okay. Coop, you're you're, well, you're crazy. Put that, did you put that up for you, or did you put that up when I said it? I put it up when you said it. Oh. Tag him in case he's not in the comments still, so he'll come back. Neil deGrasse, just to shock the shit out of him. That's a good answer. Neil, yeah, Neil deGrasse Tyson, that's a great answer. Um, honestly, even after reading this question off the screen, I'm having trouble. But I agree with the cigar community thing. I'm going to say... I'm trying to. Th- I'm trying to think of somebody who is like no publicly notable, like in the world at large, who's also a cigar person, who's also sane. <laughs> you got to leave that last one out. Um. Um. You disagree with me, Coop? You wouldn't want. You wouldn't want to talk to the aliens. It's perfect to say it to you, Coop. I think you'd be a great candidate to be the first one to. Uh, uh, sit down and offer, and I just want to sit in the corner and a conversation and watch. to the aliens. I would, I'd just put it on your podcast, Coop. Just, just I mean, I- interview them. We're uh, just going to have a cigar with the aliens and talk it out, right? Exactly. I mean, that's what it's all exactly. about. Oh, everybody her else, her class, a good one. That's a good one. Her class, that's a really good one. Everybody just sat down with the aliens and had a good cigar. I think we can figure a lot of shit out. I agree. You know, aliens don't exist. Well, I, I, I'm with you, Coop. I agree <laughs> there, but it's hey, this Do you agree a, with that? It's a hypothetical scenario. Oh, Dak says Pete Johnson would be a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, oh, man. I'm... I'm still going with you, Coop. You can put anybody's name you want out there. Terrence Riley, my Coop, Coop, I don't disagree with your suggestion of Terrence Riley, but Terrence might scare them with his intellect, um, possibly. <laughs> um, cigar guy at Trevino, that's not a bad guess, uh, not a bad person to choose. Um, Matty, Matty Booth Matt might dude, try kill him. <laughs> Booth. <laughs> Honestly, he speaks their language, yeah, I bet. Honestly, I bet Boofy would, they would be like best friends and they'd be, They'd be riding, you know, 
down Sunset Boulevard in a low rider and you know having cigars and room 101 gin and they'd be wearing his uh, sterling silver skull jewelry by the time they got to the end of the block that would so, be awesome so I, I i just google something so i'm going with prime minister narendra modi i don't even know what that is but it's which the, country i don't know it just says uh retained his position as the world's most populous leader with an approval rate of 76 percent for huh. the data released by u.s consulting from morning consult on december 7th i don't know who that is if anybody knows who that is yeah. put it in the comments prime i don't minister, know chuck norris paul wood says his wife said Chuck Norris. <laughs> that is a great uh, that is a great yeah. one i it like that really fast um man i am i'm i mean one person who comes to mind is steve harvey He's a cigar guy and he's he's funny and he's down to earth and um I don't know I think at least the conversation I think might be interesting. Okay. Um or uh Yeah, I'm I'm going to say Steve Harvey. Good call. That's a good call. All right, should we uh Jump in and yeah. jump in notable smokables. Notable smokables. Yeah. Notable smokables brought to us by our friends at Ace Prime Cigar. Ace Prime. Jeez. Flat blast from the past. I haven't said Ace Prime in years. What am I doing? Holy crap. Uh notable smokables brought to us by Luciano Cigars. <laughs> notable cigars. Notable passion. Notable purpose. That was your one mess up this week. That was interesting. Yeah, that, wow. That was I can't, only, that, that's only screwed. That was up. like yeah. literally way. Yeah. You use like your one and years in the done. past. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's maybe I was. For the year. We start talking about aliens and I just time traveled. Yeah, that's exactly. For all you viewers out there, <laughs> I just want you to notice how good Justin looks today with his new backdrop. No phasing in and out. Look at how beautiful that yeah. is. I'm praying like the leaves right now. <laughs> leaves are praying. We're praying. Reaching toward the yes, heavens. We're reaching toward the heavens. He's saying, "Touchdown, Green Bay." Uh, aliens. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So I, I copped out on this week's notable smokable for myself. Why? Because I put the Tatuaje oh, Tuxla okay. Lomo de Cerdo. Well, it's been like three weeks, so we've been smoking quite a bit. Yeah. 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 We haven't had a show since before Christmas. So I'm I had, sure, I just I'm had sure to put Raul's the, been thinking about so, his all day. So. That's so last year. I had to yeah. put this on the list yeah. this week. <laughs> that's so 2023 yeah, so. So, yeah that's right you guys are gonna laugh it's a lancero from 2015 okay opus x oh it's been my. a while since you've had one of those our friends my friend our friend down at burn james gave me one the other day nice and it was phenomenal yeah <clears throat> it was phenomenal i'm yeah my notable smokable over the Christmas, New Year's holiday break was the uh, Davidoff Year of the Rabbit. Oh, you smoked it? Oh, nice. 2023. I smoked that. That was my first cigar of the year, so I, I uh, didn't get to smoke it on New Year's Eve, but I smoked it the next morning, so that's all it counts. So, nice. What would you think of it? It was good. It was good overall. I liked it. Yeah. I like you know, Davidoff. You know, usually doesn't. Do yeah, it was a good cigar. That was a yeah. good cigar. Um, Yeah. So my first cigar of the year. 
was a Gurkha, five years old. And then my second cigar of the year, which is really soon after that one. Yeah. Like, was the Opus X you gave me. The little snubby dubby. Oh, the uh, that was one of the Opus. Oh, no. Was that the... Was that the one with the big, tall, curly cue on the top? Oh, I got that at Casa Fuente. That was a, that was a special edition BBMF um, Maduro, mm-hmm. uh, BBMF uh, Oro, I think. Yeah. That was pretty good, too. Nice. But I couldn't. I had to go with the Lancero. So, so oh, I'm, yeah. I'm curious. That was like Gurkha. Um, so what? what's the next for next show? <laughs> so the first... Actually, the first cigar that I smoked this year was, okay. I shit you, I legit, actually, I'm telling the truth. It was this Tuxla Loma de Cerdo. Um, so, oh, so, yeah. You're saying you got two bundles of those. <laughs> I did. <laughs> you got did. another one somewhere laying around there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I just had to. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's uh, it was a good year for cigars. Yeah. I think things are looking up, and I think uh, I think 2024 is going to be a pretty great year as well. And that was brought to us by... Oh, and that was brought to us by Luciano Cigars. Improving lives. lives through fine cigars. Visit LucianoCigars.com to learn more. Uh, and again, I want to thank <laughs> Luciano for coming and hanging out with us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was great. It was... Uh, was it right between Christmas and New Year's? Or was it right... Yeah, it was. It was before New Year's. Yeah, it was like that. It was that Saturday because I was trying to go somewhere That's, Saturday yeah, night. Saturday. And I was sliding all over the road, and, I, and then I got home, and you guys were like, "Hey, come meet us." And I'm like, I literally almost just ran off the road. I'm staying at home. Yeah, <laughs> it's the icy everywhere. So. Yeah, it was a Saturday before New Year's. Yeah, yeah, that was a great time. Great visit. Um, so let's talk about uh, coming attractions. The first, uh, the first few awesome guests that we are going to have on the show. In 2024, coming attractions brought to us by A.J. Fernandez. Born and raised in Cuba, A.J. Fernandez now produces unparalleled premium cigars in Esteli, Nicaragua. The A.J. Fernandez portfolio of cigars provides blend, strength, and flavor profiles to match the preferences of any premium cigar consumer. Whether it's New World, Dias de Gloria, San Latano, Enclave, or Bayas Artes, you are sure to be satisfied with a premium cigar from A.J. Fernandez. Next week, January 15th, we have none other than Honest Abe from Smoke In with a little preview of The Great Smoke 2024. Uh, January 22nd, we have none other than Jack Hire from Camacho Cigars and Davidoff Cigars. Uh, and then on January 29th, closing out the first month of the year, Mickey Pegg from All Saints Cigars back on the show again. Very excited to talk to him. I hope he's I hope I hope he brings his A game. I mean, and by brings his A game, I want him to have like a half a pint of scotch before the show even starts. <laughs> he is definitely uh entertaining when he gets a couple. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. He's always a blast to talk to. Uh so uh guys, thank you for a great 2023. Make sure to hit all of the buttons. You can find us on HowAboutThatCigar.com. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, now known as X, uh, TikTok, YouTube. You will find us on all of those at HBT Cigar. 2023 was a great year, and we thank you guys for being with us. Uh, make sure 
If you are watching on Facebook or YouTube, click the like button, click the subscribe button so you don't miss anything that we have going on. If you're listening after the fact on the audio podcast, thank you so much for making us a part of your favorite audio podcast platform. Like and subscribe to the audio podcast so you don't miss any of those episodes. If you have questions for us, like I said, you can email us on the website. Quit touching your How nipples. about that cigar.com? And uh, Raul's got some some uh, oh, you guys are each touching his nipples now. No, I was just pointing. Down here. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> these might be on our website soon. Yes, you guys are looking for polos or I don't even know what they call these. Those are, I Honestly, think, those polos? are called uh quarter zips. Quarter zips, yeah, and they're these are really, really nice ones. So, yeah. I think we might have these available soon. Uh, and also, we I know for an absolute fact we will have available very soon. At the very least, how about that cigar lighters and cutters and ashtrays? Mm-hmm. So those will be available extremely soon, and we cannot wait to uh, show you guys the prototypes uh, because those are an exciting new project for us as well leading into 2024. Man, it's like it's already January 8th. Uh, I I swear to you, I'm still trying to get fact, uh, get used to the fact that it's 2023 and 2023 is already over. So now it's so now it's twenty yeah so I hope twenty twenty three went well I well, think I think it did it for just how about went, that cigar I mean it's officially over now after this show so I mean you're after not too this, far behind yeah, yeah. It, it's just it the older I get man it's like every year feels like a blink faster, yep. no. feels like an absolute blink and uh, we appreciate you guys watching and listening so much the fact that you guys come along the ride with us to learn about these these cigars and the people who make them. Uh, it means the world to us, and we appreciate every second of it. So uh, stick with us. If there's anybody you want to see on the show, email us or hit us up on Facebook. Send us a message somewhere. If there's if there's a topic you want us to cover, if you want us to pair something, if you want us to, if there's a cigar you want us to review and publish on HowAboutThatCigar.com, let us know. You know, any input you guys have is just going to make us better. We really appreciate it. So. Um, whether it's whether it's kudos or pats on the back or good job or I think that thing you did sucks or I think that cigar that you gave a, a 89 to should have been a 98 and you guys are idiots. Any feedback is all good feedback. Please let us know. Um, so on behalf of Justin, Raul, I am Matt Ty. Jesus Santos, thank you for hanging out in the studio with us, brother. This has been episode 228 of how about that cigar live and of course until we see you guys next time burn cigars not bridges thanks guys any comments opinions viewpoints or statements presented or uttered by guests on the hbtc podcast hbtc live video streams and all other media from hbt media llc are solely those of the individual and do not necessarily represent the opinions or viewpoints of how about that cigar or its parent company hbt media llc any of our advertising partners or the premium cigar industry the primary purpose of how about that cigar is to entertain and to encourage activity and growth within the community of people who enjoy or want to learn about the enjoyment of premium premium cigars.